0: Welcome to the allegra PowerCast with Allegra Sinclair. Get ready to punch fear in the throat, show up, and tell your story. Allegra Sinclair is here to help you become the powerful woman you are meant to be. It's finally time to get unstuck and reveal how fabulous you are. And it's time for your host, Allegra Sinclair. Hey, this is Allegra. Did you miss me? I am so sorry. It has been about three weeks since I last posted an episode, but I had that sinus infection fang that is going around and was on antibiotics for like the last 25 days trying to annihilate it. Don't you love that word, annihilate? That's what my doctor actually said. But at any rate, I am back and raring to go. Today, we're talking about how to be more confident in your workplace. Feeling confident and demonstrating confident are sometimes two different things. And demonstrating confidence is important in your work setting because it's an important element of being seen as successful. In most job situations, you're involved with multiple people on any given day, ranging from your immediate supervisor to other managers and various coworkers. So you probably don't want to appear as if you don't know what you're doing, but you do want to appear as if you do know what you're doing. And being confident is part and parcel of that. How you conduct yourself on a day-to-day basis demonstrates to those around you what kind of worker you are and indeed what value you can bring to the organization. There will be times when you'll have to ask others for help with tasks or maybe even assign others specific projects. And it is also during those exchanges that you'll want to show others your confidence in doing the best job possible and your confidence in your spot that enables you to ask for help and or share the project. So how can you be sure that you are demonstrating confidence at work? Today, we're going to talk briefly about your voice, your speech, and the words that you choose to use. So everything that's involved with how you communicate with others illustrates for people who you are, your feelings about them, and most importantly, your feelings about yourself. So when it comes to the workspace, your voice, speech, and words also demonstrate how well you can get along with others, as well as those other things that I mentioned. So learning to take advantages of these aspects of your communication will help you showcase your level of confidence. So consider, because I don't tell people what to do, consider keeping these points in mind when you're communicating at work. First, use your voice to show self-assurance. Now, I'm not talking about um, using a bedroom voice or, you know, trying to channel Barry White, but having a pleasant tone of voice, a calm, pleasant voice, even in stressful situations, shows that you're confident enough to remain calm. And this confident voice makes you appear more approachable to others, which is an important element of confidence. The second thing I want you to think about is volume. Now, it's helpful to speak at a volume so that others can hear you, but being too loud is rarely the best plan at work. It can actually be wise and very effective to lower your voice when you're saying something important. Why is that? Because it tends to grab people's attention. Others tend to lean in towards you when you drop your voice volume. Try that. Now I'm not saying that try that at like a football game. But I'm saying, if you're in a conversation and you lower your tone, you will likely see the person you're talking to make an effort to engage more in the conversation, to physically lean into, you to make sure that they don't miss what you're saying. Third, your word choice has a big effect on how confident you are seen as being. Confident people choose words that indicate they have at least a basic understanding of grammar and know the best way to get their ideas across. I'm not saying you have to sound like you have a Ph.D. in anything, but what I am saying is take a moment to gather your thoughts and to use the right words so that the language and the vocabulary that you use doesn't detract from your message. Number four, speak in complete and concise sentences. Now I know what you're thinking. I always speak in complete sentences. Allegra, what are you talking about? But I think you'd be really surprised if you recorded a conversation and listened back. You'll probably find that you do something I find myself doing, which is speaking in snippets or inserting phrases that might be popular right now, slang, kind of a hot phrase, instead of using complete sentences. So focus on expressing a complete yet concise ideas to your coworkers when you're trying to provide your ideas to the conversation. Number 5, avoid using slang or colorful language. Now, I know it's tempting to use slang and nowadays our workspaces are often very informal, um, and I'm going to caution you against that for a couple of reasons but before i do that i also want to say what co- i mean by colorful language let me just speak the unspoken i'm talking about curse words especially when frustrated see if you use a lot of slang or curse in a setting you appear to be out of control if i use a lot of slang it may cast doubt on someone's in someone's mind rather about how i would communicate in another setting I'm not even saying whether or not this is right or wrong. It just is what is. The other challenge with using a lot of slang is if you use a lot of slang in person, but over email or in writing, you don't use that same type of language. It creates a disconnect between who people see when you're with them and who they see when they're looking at your written communications. You want to be consistent in the workplace. So if you keep your responses at a very even keeled, I'll even, I'll I'll say it, a dignified level, you won't have to regret the use of any slang words or curse words. You have a vast vocabulary. I believe that. And I'm pretty sure you can get your point across without cussing. (laughs) Six, if you find yourself feeling frustrated or angry, take a moment. Now, I want you to stay in touch with your feelings, especially at the office or when interacting with coworkers, because I think it's always important to understand what you're feeling, but I want you to avoid allowing those negative feelings to overflow onto others at work. The safest way to express frustration and anger is to say something like, I'm finding myself feeling frustrated about this project. I need some time to get my thoughts together about this, and then I'll get back to you. Is this afternoon okay for you? right? That's a professional response. It acknowledges that in that moment, you might not be your most powerful, but that you're going to get your thoughts together and get back to that person within a reasonable amount of time. Showing you can handle your feelings in appropriate ways also boosts confidence. Number seven, thinking before speaking is always the best option. You'll find that your ability to come up with relevant thoughts and suggestions increases immensely (laughs) when you give yourself time to thoroughly consider the options in a work project or situation and to consider how you want to respond. We often, when we rush into a situation or feel like like we have to respond at that moment, that's when we say things that we sometimes regret. So your communication skills can help you rise above any type of challenging situation at the office. How you interact with and speak with others also demonstrates that you believe in yourself and that you know how to best deal with stressful situations and your coworkers. Confidence is contagious. So is a lack of confidence. So if that's spreading, you don't want to be the carrier. I'd love to know your thoughts on being more confident at work. I'm actually going to have a toolkit available next Tuesday, which is September 9th, which will cover more on communicating, To be more confident at work, as well as um, some of the other aspects of being confident at work, which include body language and appearance, um, being honest and tactful, and designing your work brand. So that will be available next Tuesday, September 9th. Look out for that. But in the interim, I would love it if you would go to the blog, com slash 18, and leave your thoughts on this episode there so the conversation continues. I hope you're having a powerful week catch you next time. Now you've been given permission to be more powerful and influence more people. If you've enjoyed this episode, please head over to Allegra sinclair.com slash iTunes and leave a review. It will help Allegra get the message out to more women that they can punch fear in the throat, show up and tell their stories. We'll see you next time on the Allegra Tivity Powercast with Allegra Sinclair.